Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobo is back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, or your computer, maybe even your radio or your television this week. Listen, again, I want to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your girl's Godcast podcast each week. Listen, I love you and I appreciate all of you for tuning into the show. And as always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So I pray, family, that all of you had an amazing week on last week. Listen, I pray that your week, W-E-E-K, was not weak, W-E-A-K, right? Because we are being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So family, this week, listen, I am so excited about today's episode because God put something in my spirit. And as I began to study and dig into the word that I'm going to share with you today, God just began to reveal and uncover some things the more that I studied. So I am super pumped, super excited about the word that I am going to share with you today. And the inspiration behind this word is from none other than the one and only Dr. Maya Angelou from her poem, Still I Rise. And this poem is from a book of poems written by Dr. Maya Angelou. It is the third volume of poetry published by Random House in 1978. It was published during one of the most productive periods in Dr. Angelou's career. She had written three autobiographies and published two other volumes of poetry up to that point. Dr. Maya Angelou considered herself a poet and a playwright, but she was best known for her seven biographies, especially her first, which was entitled, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings. And although her poetry has also been successful, she began early in her writing career alternating the publication of her autobiography and a volume of poetry. And listen, I just want to pause right here and let you guys know how much I just love Dr. Maya Angelou. I think because not only is she an author and a poet, 
but I have also written a couple of books. And a lot of you may not know, but I used to also write poetry. And I haven't written poetry in many years, but I do feel like that is one of the gifts God gave me. And I wanted to recite Still I Rise, but honestly, guys, I do not think I will do it any justice. So in a few moments, I am going to play Dr. Maya Angelou reciting her own poem, Still I Rise, because I think that will be so much more effective than me trying to recite her poem. But Still I Rise is made up of 32 short poems divided into three parts. I don't know if you knew that. And the themes of the poems really focus on a hopeful determination to rise above, watch this, difficulty and discouragement and on many of the same topics as Dr. Maya Angelou's autobiographies and previous volumes of poetry, two of her most well-known and popular poems are Phenomenal Woman and Still I Rise. And she speaks of her race, her gender in many of the poems that she has written. And again, she emphasizes the strength and resiliency of her community. Like her previous volumes of poetry, she received mixed reviews from the poem And Still I Rise. The collection's title poem, Still I Rise, was the center of an advertising campaign for the United Negro College Fund. So without further ado, Listen, I want to introduce the one and only gifted and talented greatest poet that ever lived, as far as I am concerned, Dr. Maya Angelou. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just cause I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops weakened by my soulful cry. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just cause I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness but just like life does my sexiness offend you? Oh. Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, 
swelling and swelling and bearing in the time, leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave. Wow, so, so powerful. Listen, I do want to read the end of the poem for you because I feel like it cut out a little bit, but the last part of the poem says this, Into a daybreak that wondrously clear I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. Oh my goodness. Listen, this is so, so powerful, especially if you have ever been through anything traumatic in your life. And if anyone knew about trauma, it was Dr. Maya Angelou before she was the great Dr. Maya Angelou because she was actually raped at the age of eight years old. And as she recounted in her first autobiography, what happened to her in the autobiography, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings in 1969, she dealt with her own trauma by memorizing and reciting great works of literature, including poetry, which helped bring her out of her self-imposed muteness. I mean, that is so powerful because have you ever been through something so traumatic that it left you speechless? Have you been through something so painful that you couldn't even talk about it and you couldn't share it with anyone else? Listen, that is a question for somebody out there. Have you ever been through something so traumatic in your life that it left you broken, so broken to the point that you could not even speak. You had no voice because it left you on mute. Well, listen, that is what happened to Dr. Maya Angelou when she was raped at the age of eight years old. And listen, there are a lot of us who have been through things in our life that has left us broken, that has left us feeling like we didn't have a voice or we didn't have anyone to turn to. And, you know, sometimes the enemy really does bring guilt on us to make us feel like it was something that we did or it's our fault when it's the enemy who has violated you and left you speechless and left you without a voice. Did you know that there is also someone in the Bible who was left feeling the exact same way. And that person was also a poet. But listen, before I get into that, I am going to take a short break. And when I come back, I am going to talk about that, elaborate on it, and get into the word regarding someone who has been through something traumatic and how they dealt with it. So listen, stay tuned. And I will be right back after this brief announcement. 
Hey, what's up, family? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it is absolutely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. So before the break, I talked about someone in the Bible who also went through something very traumatic in their life. And that person was also a poet himself. And that is none other than King David. The Psalms were the hymn book of the Old Testament Jews. Most of them were written by King David of Israel. And a couple of other people who wrote Psalms were Moses and Solomon. And I love how King David really goes into detail in the book of Psalms about what God means to him and how God has been active and effective in his life. And he even follows it by saying, who shall I be afraid of? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, it is my adversaries and my foes who will stumble and fall. And there is a psalm that my mother had my sisters and I and also my brother commit to memory. And that's Psalms 27. The psalm is a cry for help and ultimately a declaration of belief in the greatness of God and trust in the protection that God provides. And of course, we did commit several passages to memory, but this one came back up in my spirit, and I really felt led to go verse by verse and just kind of break it down for you. I'm not going to get through all 14 verses in this episode. I can tell you that right now. So I know already that this episode will have to be broken up into two segments, but I really felt led of the Lord to break this down for you. So I want to start in Psalm 27 verse 1. This may be a very familiar passage for some of my Bible scholars out there, and it starts out by saying, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So this is David telling you who God is and what God is to him. And because he is his light and because he is his salvation, David is saying, who am I going to be afraid of? He is saying, God is my sun, moon, and stars. He is my light, liberty, prosperity, and deliverance. So who should I be afraid of? Who should I even act like I'm afraid of? Okay. The Lord is my rock and my fortress. 
He defends my life. So who am I going to stand in awe of but him? Okay. Verse two says, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Now listen to this. When the wicked, not my friends, but the wicked, the ones who I break bread with, the ones I associate with and consider as friends, those are the ones who intend to hurt me and bring me harm because, yes, they are showing themselves friendly when really they are my enemies and my foes. When my haters came against me, they stumbled and fell. And that word stumble means, watch this, guys, to become weak. So what am I saying? When your enemies are coming at you and when your haters are coming at you, God will cause them to become weak, to stumble and to fall. So the enemy becomes weak when he comes against you. And remember last week's episode, I talked about Satan being the weakest link. So listen, I wasn't just saying that, but God really does cause the enemy to become weak when he comes against you, because when the enemy rises against you, listen, God will raise you above your enemies and cause them to fall whenever they try to make you fall. And instead of you becoming weak, God will weaken your enemies and cause them to turn on themselves. Oh my goodness. Okay, I got to keep it moving. So in verse three, it says this of Psalm 27, though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. So David is saying, though a host or an army should grow and surround me, my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, and my understanding, it will never frighten me. Even when a battle rises up to come against me in these things, I will be bold and sure that my hope and trust is secure in God. Why? Because verse four is going to tell us one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So listen, David is saying everything I earnestly desire and wish for from the Lord God, Jehovah, the self-existent one. He knows my request and he is going to make a habitation for me to live and dwell all the days of my life in the courts of the Lord, morning, noon and night to look upon the splendor of the Lord and to gaze upon everything he has established and built. Oh, my goodness. Verse five says, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle, shall he hide me, he shall set me up upon a rock. So listen, verse five is saying this, for every season in my life where there is trouble, God himself shall protect me 
and cover me in his tabernacle, in the hiding place of his dwelling place, and he shall rise up to a high place. Oh my goodness. God will cause you to rise to a high place. Verse six says this, and now here we are in the high place. Shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me? Therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy? I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. And listen, this is what David is saying in verse six. When I'm in trouble, God is going to hide me, but then my head will be brought forth, not just above the enemy, but watch this against the enemy, and he shall be surrounded. And then I will offer a sacrifice of jubilee, joy, and dancing, and will sing praises with a loud voice unto my God. Oh, my goodness. And then David makes this implication to the Lord in verse 7. And this is the verse that I am going to conclude with this week. David says this, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. So David is saying, as I remain obedient to you, consider my pain and hear me when I call or cry out to you with a thunderous voice. I pray, show me mercy and favor when I cry out to you in my affliction. Listen, David is asking God, even begging God not to leave him in the state that he's in. But notice that before David could ask God to rescue him and consider his hurt and his pain and everything that he was going through, before all of that, God already assured David that he would rescue him, save him, and elevate him above the enemy. So listen, when you are experiencing something painful in your life that causes you to be silent when you should be vocal, something so traumatic that it takes your voice, it muffles your speech, forcing you to be tight-lipped, unable to communicate. Listen, find your voice whenever the enemy causes something to come in your life that causes you to shut down and go into solitaire and isolation because, listen, even David was saying, is there anybody who can detect my hurt, my pain, and my brokenness? Is there anyone who can see my recluse and come to my rescue? David said it like this in Psalms 42 and 3, my tears have become my meat day and night while they continually Say unto me, where is your God? Where is your God? If God truly is God, then why would he allow you to go through these things? These are things that I have actually had the enemy to say to me when I have gone through difficult times and tough times. Things like if God truly loved you, he would not allow you to go through this. For instance, he would not allow you to be diagnosed with breast cancer. 
He would not allow you to lose your son or your daughter. He would not allow you to go through a divorce. He would not allow you to lose your job. Listen, these are things that the enemy may say to you, but whenever the enemy is talking to you, I want to encourage you to talk back to the enemy and tell the enemy, listen, yes, I went through this. I went through that. But guess what? Still yet, I rise. Oh my goodness. And when you talk about someone who has a yet down in their spirit, we can call on Job as a witness because in Job chapter 10, verse 15, it says this, if I be wicked, woe unto me. And if I be righteous, yet will I not lift up my head? What was Job saying? Will I not rise? He goes on to say, I am full of confusion. Therefore, see my affliction. And in Job chapter 13, verse 15, this is probably another familiar passage of scripture for my Bible scholars, but it says this, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Again, what was Job saying? Still yet I rise. And in Job chapter 19, verse 26, it says this, And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Again, Job was saying, still yet I rise. And that word yet means even in my affliction and in my pain, I am going to stay and wait right here until God delivers me. David said, where is God? Job said, wherever God is, I am going to wait on God until he delivers me. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with this quote to remember from the beautiful poetic words of Dr. Maya Angelou. And it says this, you may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt. But still, like dust, I'll rise. And listen, I just want to say this. Whenever you are going through a storm, do you know how much dust kicks up during a storm? But listen, just like dust, don't be defeated. Still yet, you will rise. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Always remember that whatever it is you are going through, Make it up in your mind that you are going to rise to the occasion because you are not defeated. You are victorious and more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. So just keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. 
Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.